Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. My next guest, her name is Rosa Ritchie, and she is our new Shepparton News Talent. She's going to be catching up with us each week at this time. Good morning, Rosa. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on board. So um, every week when I used to speak to Caitlin Cassidy, we'd really try hard not to talk about coronavirus, but there's just no getting away from it at the moment, is there? Only things that we're thinking and talking about, definitely. Unfortunately, but hopefully not for much longer. I don't know about that. So tell me what you've been working on this week. Well, this is this is a really happy um, coronavirus-related story, um, which a lot of folks may have heard a bit about. Um, Caitlin Grant, who's just joined our, our news team, uh, caught up with Azem and Jehan from Lufti's Shish Kebab, who have been providing hundreds of meals every day to families who need it most around the region. I think for free as well. Oh, yeah, for free. Yeah, so, you know, I think their record so far was 500 meals in a day, but they easily do over 300 a day. Um, And there's plenty of volunteer drivers who are helping them get those meals out um, to not just Shepparton, but surrounding towns as well. Um, So they're just, their generosity seems to be boundless. And yeah, that's definitely my favourite story of the week because it's just what we all need to know is... is They do just keep, keep on giving those people, don't they? Exactly, yeah. Um, and we also, Darren Linton, one of our senior journalists, um, had an interesting story uh, when he caught up with the Merrigan family, remotely of course, who have been diagnosed with COVID-19. Um, so they contracted the virus when they visited Shepparton. Uh, I think they just dropped in for a haircut and there you go. Yeah, and so... It was really important, I think, and, and really brave um, that that's, uh, Daniel, the father from that family, was willing to speak about the shock that they felt at being diagnosed and, and how quickly it spread within their family and the fact that they had been hoping to be vaccinated just two days later before they were, um, you know, unfortunately began to experience symptoms. I think I, I agree with you. It's so important to put the human face on it because we hear so much about positive cases and I don't know what it is, whether it's the stigma, you never really find out who has it or what is going on with them. So uh, hats off to that family for stepping forward and, and really bringing it home to us. Yeah, and I totally, of course, we all understand why a lot of people don't feel comfortable making their, 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 you know, their positive case public. Um, but it, a lot of people, a lot of questions we get shepherd and news from our readers, uh, you know, who are these people? Like, where are they? What's their story? And so humanizing the statistics that we wait to, you know, hear every morning about case numbers is so important. I agree. Just about that kind of people worrying about things. Did we ever find out where the original case came from? Because I know that in the early days that that was um, a question that was popping up a bit and now it seems to have been lost. It, I don't know for certain. So I know, we know that it's related, the Shepparton cluster is related to the Royal Melbourne Hospital cluster, um, but I'm not sure if we know for certain who patient zero um, was or where they came from because as well I suppose 
the first person who gets who tests positive in our community isn't necessarily the person who is linked to another known outbreak. So no, I mean that's why you need those. You need to find out those missing links. I was just wondering if they ever they ever solved that mystery. Yeah, I'll have to take a brain check on that one because, to the best of my knowledge, um, we don't have a definitive answer yet. But um, I, I, I guess I guess we may never do. <laughs> well, sometimes, yeah. Which, yeah, it's it, it's been an amazing job to be a um, contact tracer, just the depth and. Could be a detective, don't you? Yeah, exactly. What else is making has been making news this week? I mean, every. Every day I do read out the headlines, but what's been one of your um, your top stories this week? Well, another another really um, nice COVID-related story, which I think is also an important um, acknowledgement of some frontline workers in our community, was the fact that Chin Chin, which is a really um, esteemed restaurant in Melbourne, donated more than a 1,000 pre-cooked meals to the, the staff at Shepparton Villages. Um, and we know what a what a tough job it can be working in aged care and particularly during a pandemic when you really want to protect the safety of um, the people who, who live in the facility where you work. And so that was an incredible donation and, um, yeah, acknowledgement from a Melbourne restaurant of what's going on right here in Shepparton. There have been a couple of Melbourne re- restaurants or caterers that have stepped up and done that. Lovely to see. Yeah. And I think today the biggest story of course, is that we're waiting with bated breath for the results of our day 13 testing. And This family is? Yeah, are you? Yes, I'm sitting here, uh, I think as I told you, broadcasting from my living room because we've all been in isolation for the past two weeks and yesterday uh, two of the family members got tested so we have our fingers crossed that uh, I never thought that we would wish for normal lockdown. Mm. But we are wishing for normal lockdown. Our dog would really like to be walked off the property. <laughs> oh, I bet. I keep uh, putting the lead on him and going to the letterbox and he just looks at me like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, I've often been... Well, actually, a lovely story. Did you hear that um, That the the boarding kennels who were offering a doggy getaway for... I, well, I got an email from them because my uh, my dog goes there every Christmas, usually, like, you know, when we can go away at Christmas. And yeah, I, I thought that was a lovely one too. They were offering to take dogs for nothing. I still decided that my dog was probably happier with his family. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure a lot of people would feel the same. Um, but if, yeah, particularly, I suppose, people maybe who live on, you know, in smaller spaces and... Definitely. That big walk every day. So I guess in summary, Rosa, we're really talking about positivity again coming out of this adversity. Yeah, and there, and as you you know, this is just touching the surface. We we've been running this live blog every day since the Shepparton outbreak began, and of course, we're often publishing stuff that is a little bit stressful information about case alerts and case numbers. But every day, we're never short on some positive little silver linings um, produced by our community in the face of this adversity. We always have, have, have an act of kindness, an act of generosity to celebrate. So that's just remarkable and, and makes our job a lot easier as well at Shepherd and News. I think on top of that, a couple of positive things to come out of it is the way people have complied, have done the right thing, and they've done it pretty much without incident with, uh, you know, regard for others and with patience. 
That's something, and thank you so much to all of our health workers for all that testing that they've done. And also, I thought it was great to see our community leaders immediately sort of get together and shout from the rooftops, we need resources for our community during this uh, unprecedented time. Yeah, I think we've definitely turned a corner and the good thing about day 13 testing is that those people will have been in isolation. So if we have a bit of a spike in case numbers today, it's not a disaster. Yes, well, we're all hoping we don't. <laughs> well, uh, good luck to you, Rosa, and thanks to all the guys at the Shepparton News. No, I know they've been working around the clock to try and keep us all informed. Hopefully when we talk to you next week, we're going to be able to talk about something different. I look forward to it. Thanks so much, Rosa. Take care. Thank you. Bye.